Hello, hello. How we doing today, man? It's your host, Chris Clay, man. So today we're going to be doing a little talking about sports and what's going on. But before we get started, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in and locking in with me on the Let's Talk podcast. If you do me a favor, though, after you listen to this on whatever streaming service, I want you to go ahead and follow. I mean, come on, come on in and be a part of the gang. Man. Okay, maybe not gang, but be a part of the community. All right? So... With that being said, thank you for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Light Day Fitness. All right. Now, first things first, uh, I want to say uh, it's pretty cool that Brittany Ryan's coming home. I'm, I'm glad she's back in the state. We'll, we'll be back in the states, but uh, and don't have to go through that anymore. So big shout out to her for that. Um, also, I want to say big shout out. You know what I'm saying? To to my man Deion Sanders. Alright. Uh, this episode will be discussing Prime and his decision to leave the Jackson State. My thoughts and how I feel about it. Uh, and just my take on a couple things that's going on around the sports uh, arena. Alright, so with that being said, Prime, uh, I'm totally, totally on board for what he did. And people might be like, well, how do you think that? It's like, because, you know, Prime, I, I always say this that, uh, He's not the savior, you know what I mean? Um, he laid a great foundation uh, that other schools and other people can kind of like use and implement in their schools and in their programs and kind of build up the school and build up the program in that fashion. Um, he brought a lot of attention, a lot of light, a lot of money to HBCUs, and, and that's super dope that he did that. But, you know, you cannot blame the man for wanting to be able to secure a little bit more extra cash for his family so they can live comfortably. And he had always said that he wanted to be on the big stage. So, I mean, I, I think it's both parties uh, benefited from the situation. But uh, Prime about to have uh, Colorado turn up. I'm telling you, when I tell you, Colorado about to go crazy. I can just see it now. You know what I mean? I watched the interview, but or the press conference, and uh, yeah, they about to go crazy out there in Boulder. Hope y'all ready, Pac-12, because they coming. <laughs> you get it? They okay? Cool. Had to watch the interview if you get that joke. Um, but yeah, man, I really think you know that's pretty cool what Prime doing it and how he's going about it. He's going about it the right way, man. We're not you know throwing any salt on anybody, and we're just gonna keep moving forward. So. That's super big, and, you know, pick up the prime for that, man. We got to support that because you know what's going to happen or what can happen. Uh, they can, you know, put somebody in his spot, maybe an assistant, and now he has time to shine and maybe keep the program alive and keep them winning. And now it's just building a power program, and they have a solid foundation. So that's how I look at it uh, as far as him taking, you know, five-plus million dollars a year. Now he can pay assistance, top money, and, they can get paid and can bring uh, more people along the way, so I think it's a it's a win win in my eyes. Now, while we're on the subject of prime in college football, this transfer portal thing, wow, like it's pretty intense. Like I'm not even gonna lie, I was not expecting this many kids to jump in a portal. Now some say. A lot of the kids are just jumping in the portal to get more money for NIL deals or what that may be. But 
still, this is crazy. It's like one season and they're out. Um, so I don't know how long the Portland's going to be like the Wild Wild West before they like really, you know, tighten up on it. But it's going to be crazy. Like your favorite team will look totally different next year because there's so many kids that's in the portal. And that's not even talking about freshmen coming in. I'm talking about like juniors, seniors, sophomores, fifth year, sixth year seniors. Like it's going to be a wild, wild place uh, next couple seasons until they tighten up on the portal. Uh, but it's going to be fun to watch. I will say that. You know what I mean? It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be exciting to see new faces and new places and can they jail, will they not jail? Like, it's going to be fun to see. So I'm excited, but it was crazy the first day. And through the weekend, it was like, like what? So, yeah, that portal thing is it's just a little tricky. It's a little tricky. I mean, we didn't have portal when I was in school. I mean, you got to sit out of here. Hold that. <laughs> so, but uh, the portal is... It's going to take some fine-tuning. So it's going to have a couple of years where it's going to be wild. But I think it, it, it'll it do some justice. Somehow, some way, they'll find a way to make it uh, beneficial to all parties. Or maybe make some way that once they commit, you know, they got to lock in at least for two years. Or, I don't know what it is, but they'll figure it out. You know, they always do. So, so yeah, that's my thoughts on the... Uh, the transport portal that just happened, the first one. Um, and my thoughts on Dion, you know, just, it's, it's he kind of sparked it, sidebar, but he kind of like sparked this thing to get it going. So with him sparking it up and what he's done in a couple of days at Colorado with just, I saw one of his posts where he showed like, you know, the impact from him just announcing that he's a coach with sales and all. It's like, that's wild. So, yeah, Boulder's going to be rocking. He kind of jump-started this thing for all these kids to jump in there and try to go to uh, a bigger school and play for time. So, uh, it's super dope to see, though. I ain't, ain't going to lie. I'm definitely going to be tuning in to watch some Colorado games and, you know, see how Dion, you know, do his thing, how he does out there. I think he's going to do his thing, though, because it's prime time, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Gator fan, but prime time is prime time. You know what I mean? He's elite. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's that. Now, let's go ahead and skip on over to the NBA. Uh, this is something that I don't know a lot of people are talking about. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm just not t- tapped in right now with that, but. That guy, Jason Tatum, he's a different guy. He is on a different different level right now. He's definitely looking like he's coming to his own. Like, the team know that he's the guy, um, and he's not shying away from being the guy. And it's, it's like, really cool to see, you know, his, his, uh, his growth over time. You know what I mean? Like, he is a killer. He is definitely a killer, and if you think he ain't a killer, I dare you just drop him up and get in front of him. You know what I mean? 
or just throw in a giveaway YouTube highlight and watch what happens. Do this nice uh, mid range, post in, shoot the deep ball, get to the cup, compact like any steel young. Like extremely young. The core is still young for Boston, so like you know, a lot of people wanna, you know, deem Giannis and KD favorites, but the way that boy Jason Taylor working right now, he he's working he's different. What he's doing is different. And if you don't believe me, just watch I just listen, the man's only twenty four years old. And he's playing like a like a in your vet right now. You know what I'm saying? Shit, they stop it. It's definitely gonna be first team. Definitely be all NBA first team. Also first starter. Like he is he's on a tear right now. And it's nice to see. You know what I mean? And Jalen Brown is no slouch, so you think Jalen Brown is slouch. You don't know basketball. And boys can get after it. They really do get after it. But I think right now, as far as like this part of the season through December, I think Jason Tatum really is the, the starter right now. Not the starter, excuse me, the MVP right now. Now, if he continues the way he's playing all the way through the regular season, like because that's what they kind of go off of for the MVPs and NBA, then, yeah, you got to give it to him. Like, he's clicking. He is. He's clicking out there. And it looks easy. That's how I know he's clicking. Because he can get any shot he wants. You can't speed him up. He's going to go at his pace, get what he wants, when he wants, how he wants it. He's just going to serve you up on the platter. What you want? Oh, you want back to basket? Say less, my man. Oh, you want to face up? Say less, blow by. Oh, I'll just pull up over you because I'm a 6'9. Like, that's crazy. Oh, I got a handle, too. If I need to get groovy, I can get groovy. Yeah, Jason Tatum different. So that's my little Jason Tatum praising and, and uh, push for MVP. I mean, I don't have a vote. But if you listen to the podcast, just check it out. The kid is nice. All right. Um, the team that I'm rocking with right now, you know, if you haven't listened or if you don't know, I, mean, I like Golden State. You know, I've always been a Laker guy because of cold. I still, you know, watch the Lakers, and, you know, when they come on, I'm, I'm checking them out, real critical, but, I'm, I, you know, I, I like the way Golden State plays. I like how the ball moves. I like the screening. I like the spacing. It's just beautiful to watch when everything's hitting on high cylinders. Defense, talking, moving, communicating. Like, that's what you want to see in the team. So that's kind of why I gravitate towards Golden State. Uh, and yeah, they they've been up on a roller coaster up and down, but they got to get some consistency with the young players. Uh, Jordan Poole has been stepping up in a big way. Young players have been coming on slowly, but you know it's gonna take time. They this this new stage, bigger stage, more minutes, more time, more expectations. So that comes with a little little time element. You gotta have a little patience with the with the young guys. Unless you want to try to get it done right now, then you know. Get that tri- get something done with the with the trade by the deadline, which wouldn't be bad. 
You know what I mean? Stuff right now is looking like a madman. Clay's starting to come in his own. Like, your starting five is solid. You know, you just got to beef up that bitch with a couple more vets. One or two more vets. Maybe a vet guard and a vet big. Maybe a slasher. You know, kind of round out the bench where it's guys that's played as, you know, vets know what to do and how to do it. So, that can happen or they could just say, you know, we're going to lock in with the young guys. And, you know, try to see if they can catch on and develop any faster, which is always an option. So, but it'll be, it'll be fun to see. Now, back to the Lakers. I, I do support, you know, I do watch uh, AD. It's going on a tear. 72 until, you know, the last game he got the flu, but yeah, Buddy was, he's definitely, definitely the guy on that team. He has to be the guy. Love Bron, what he does, what he brings, and Russ, everybody, you know what I mean? But that thing got to run through AD. It runs through AD. It's hard to beat the Lakers because you can't really double. And you can, you kind of, but if Russ is really getting it going, then Bron slashing, doing he doing it, and he's clicking on the one-on-one. This is, I mean, they'll be a strong team. I still think they need some shooters out there just to help him take off the low way. You don't have to give you 35 a night. You know what I mean? He can give you maybe five or six assists because he got somebody that if they double, he can kick out to a knockdown quarter three. Or down a transition three. Off a rebound, off a free down, kick out three. Like, you know, one of those guys that just really knock down the shot uh, and not afraid of the big moment. So that that's... That's what I think the Lakers should do. I hope they do it. You know, because it's always fun watching the Lakers, you know, make a deep run. It's always fun having them in the playoffs or, or in the talks because they're going to talk about the Lakers regardless because it's the Lakers. So, um, I, I think they need to make pull some triggers, like, here soon. Brian really is, like, 38. Like, you did this to Kobe. You ran him into the ground. Um, Cole, but, like, Throw Red Brian to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give him some help. Give him some shooters, two or three shooters. That's all he needs. He can figure out the rest. But, you know, spending a 38-year-old to get you 30 a night is crazy. You know what I mean? So, but, you know, best of luck to the Lakers and all the teams in the NBA. But, you know, that's kind of my take on those two teams. And in the East, I like, I like Boston a lot. And then, I just think that Kyrie and Katie will get it together. Ben's coming along slowly but surely. Uh, I just don't see Katie and just getting bounced like that again. Or even being that low of a seed to get bounced like that. Like, or even tend to get bounced. Like, I just think they're going to get it together. Kyrie's here. He's back. He's playing. Uh, everybody's just, you know, finding their rhythm. And it's early in the season, too, so. You know, everybody's panicking when it's early in the season. So, you know, January, February, you know, February, March, that's when, you know, close to the playoffs, it's nitty-gritty time that you kind of see who's the real deal, who's not, and, you know, who really wants to get it done. So, yeah, that's my take. And um, that's the episode for today. I don't want to be in too long. I want to just talk it off.
that is kind of like part of the podcast talking to. But yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Again, if you can, tell a friend, tell a friend, hit the button and tell them to subscribe and come on with the Light Day podcast. Excuse me, Let's Talk podcast. Try to give it a little different name than you know, the company name type deal. So yeah, but yeah, Let's Talk podcast. Tell a friend, tell a friend again. Hit that button. Subscribe, like, follow. Join the community. We got to come up with like a name for the community of, you know, that that's a part of this, you know, Let's Talk Light Day movement. I mean, if you got any ideas and you made it to this time, what's the end of this? Guess what? Brainstorm. Think about it. Let me know. Message. Comment. Like. You know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, let me know what you think the community name could be. That's a part of the movement. And then next episode, we're going to talk more about the movement and what... Uh, the message of Light Day and the message of Let's Talk, the podcast. But before I got here, I got to give you a little positive note. So uh, remember that each day and every day, it's a light day. And the reason why it's a light day because all you got to do is take one thing at a time. Slow it down, break it down, and then take one thing at a time. Knock out one task at a time. Before you know it, those things compound, those things build up, and you got something big, and you got something great on your hands that you can be proud of, regardless of what the situation is. So, every day's a light day, one day at a time, one thing at a time, and I always remember, love, peace, and what? Yeah, grace, baby. Holla.